Test. 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 <clears throat> Got a little bit of a, an echo going on. Yeah. I know. I don't remember how to podcast. So we but start. Is it recording? Yeah, it's recording. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Of course I didn't. I'm going to open my Google Docs even though there's nothing in it. How do I even get there? Google docs.com. Okay. Get in, loser. We're going podcasting. Welcome to my podcast, it is live in Tacoma! The crowd is pretty... It's a tough crowd today. It's a tough crowd. Tough crowd. (laughs) So just a bit of a a, a forewarning, I guess, for this one. For this one today, uh, probably the shittiest setup we'll ever have. Yeah. Ever. (laughs) Probably the shittiest setup anyone's ever had to podcast in the history of professional podcasting. Uh, thanks for sticking with us. I think we uh, we're just about a week late at this point. Yeah, only about a week or so, or so, give or take mm-hmm. a month. We have just been. I mean, if you don't follow us on social media, you'd just be so confused. But we've been extremely, extremely busy. We went. Uh, we went to Tacoma permanently. Yeah. <laughs> We moved. Um, before that, immediately before that, we decided to adopt a an eight week old kitten, <laughs> which we were not allowed to have because <laughs> our apartment does not allow pets. And which is why we we moved out of our apartment in a big rush. And then um, that is literally why we moved <laughs> yeah. like a month early. Um, and then now we're just both kind of sick. And yeah. at some point, you just got to be like. Let's just do the goddamn thing, yeah. you know? We just got to get in there. We're both sitting on the floor. <laughs> We're sitting on the floor. I'm, this room is huge. It's enormous and empty, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ceilings in this in our new apartment are very, very high. They never give you the ceiling height on yeah. Zillow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could essentially have a two-story home, but... The other thing is, I am holding my mic in my hand. So mm-hmm. let's see how how long that lasts. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> how 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 do podcast? Yeah. What's your What's your fun fact? How do pod cabbages? Give me well, a fun fact. There's a few things we got to cover first. Mm-hmm. Uh, my name is Summer. My name's Noah. This podcast is called My Pod Cabbages. And it's about Avatar The Last, Last Airbender. Airbender. Ooh, fun facts. I got some for you. Okay, so I do have to quickly also disclaim. Really great um, little piece of information, I guess. The cat that we adopted, we did name Law after the character that we meet in this episode. Mm-hmm. I just remembered that. Yes. <laughs> But I was just um, reading my fun facts. I mean, we we met them last last episode, but <clears throat> right, 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 right. But we're like formally introduced, I suppose. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I was just reading my fun facts, and it's a lot funnier uh, <laughs> just reading this sentence. <laughs> when Law and Aang begin moving toward the Fire Navy fleet, the biblical story of Passover is invoked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when the, I guess you could say that. When the Water Tribe submits to Law, they're not being... <laughs> being attacked the fire nation soldiers who did not bow were killed <clears throat> that's what happens when i don't bow to law <laughs> it's true she's she's uh yeah she's like that so this episode is our technically second azula appearance but the first that we get of present day so that's exciting get to meet a, a new a fun new character Actually, it's not even the second because she's in the opening, so she's actually in every episode. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, here's a fun fact. More spirits appear in this episode than any other episode. That's interesting. Yeah. Not even like the whole spirit world episodes. <laughs> oh, this is a spirit world episode. Yeah. Uh, we I get Ko. forgot about that. Uh, the baboon spirit, Roku, Heibai. And then Law and Twi. Mm-hmm. So. You get some Korra episodes, though. That's oh, just, boy, yeah. <laughs> just too many spirits. Too many spirits. This isn't as much of a fun fact as it is just like a sad reality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just like a lot of death in this episode. Yeah. Lots of people. I think it's like the the biggest um, death count. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Well, it's it's certainly the first time we, I mean, but like that episode, the the Northern Air Temple episode, the one the Northern one is the where they had the one. little yeah the the little war, little war scuffle. There's where, lots of implied death. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty explicit. Yeah. <laughs> they it's just a, don't talk about. it. I would it. say it's explicitly implied. I guess this is like the first episode where we see like characters that we know mm-hmm. die multiple like name multiple deaths. Time. Yeah, not just like. The most recent Game of Thrones deaths. And I, I wonder who it's going to be. Mm-hmm. They certainly haven't already told us in the last episode. <clears throat> What's the latest Avatar news? <laughs> latest Avatar news. Oh, there is some late avat- latest. There is. Oh, fuck. Do you ever just completely forget how to talk? Yeah. Um, there is some Avatar news. Uh, apparently they're pushing back uh, the production. I mean, not, not apparently, but. What do you mean? I'm just going off what you told me. They they seem to be running behind schedule. Good. That's what I'm saying. They did that specifically because they're all Pod Cabbage's fans, and mm-hmm. they wanted to be sure that the Netflix show was out in perfect timing for us to cover it. Yeah, so thanks for all of the Avatar fans for pressuring <laughs> them to stop. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of us. So the episode starts uh with a, a little bit of a bang mm-hmm. the north is still being sieged as uh evidenced by the title or as foretold by the title it is the siege of the north part two mm-hmm. momo's uh still feeling very guilty about his negligence his negligence his negligence crimes from the last mm-hmm. episode we get back to zuko and he's just <laughs> He doesn't seem to know where he's going. Yeah, he's, he's just, just kind of walking away. He's just away. wandering around in the snow. Do we know like what <laughs> where he's planning on going with Aang? I don't know. You're you you are to assume <laughs> that he's going to the Fire Nation, like to go see his mm-hmm. dad, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> logically, he's at the South Pole, so it's like mm. any direction I go will be north. 
Which will lead me home. (laughs) Perfect foolproof logic. He's an expert navigator. And it's not like he can navigate by the stars or anything because there's like a huge blizzard going on. So he is really just kind of walking away. (laughs) We see Aang. He's in his little, he's having a dream, but he's in the spirit world. He is still in the spirit world. Maybe like, should we do any kind of recap? Because if anyone's following along, like watching along as they listen. Oh yeah. There's going to be a lot of um, um, forgotten plot points. Yeah, we got, we got Aang. He's, he, he started meditating because he saw some cool looking fish, which <laughs> put him in a spirit state. He just, yeah, he's just is, like ascended looking at these what beautiful is his goal? fish. I think he, he just wants to know how to get the Fire Nation. Yeah, he's looking for <clears> help <throat> from past avatars to figure something. Because you remember he had his like brain blast moment where he realized he's still connected with his past avatars. And he's like, oh, I can just like phone him up and get some advice. Yeah. Um, but he didn't know. He doesn't know how to like do that on command. So mm-hmm. he went to the Spirit Pond which is the like most spiritual place in the northern yeah water tribe area mm-hmm. and yeah those good fish brought him to the spirit world um now he's just kind of sitting in the middle of a crater it looks like he just fell from outer space and mm-hmm. <laughs> created this wonderful little crater in the middle of like mm-hmm. a sort of swampy foresty area he encounters a uh, snarky little bamboo, bamboo, <laughs> bamboo man, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, baboon man, yeah, who's like meditating with the uh, with that classic ohm sound, mm-hmm. um, and he doesn't want to help Ang. He just doesn't want to be disturbed. Ang is like, "Hey, I ju- I just need some help," and he starts like passive aggressively oming now, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Navi from Legend of Zelda shows up and mm-hmm. uh, the. The little baboon guy's like, uh, that chase it, <laughs> and it's. I mean, it's just kind of like a cat with a laser pointer. And yeah, a- a- <laughs> it's probably it. just a laser pointer. <laughs> yeah. The ba- the baboon guy has just got a laser pointer. And he's like, look, <laughs> there it goes. He's led to the water where he encounters the reflection of Roku in the water. Because yeah. he's Roku. Because he is, it's a clever little. I'm Roku. Yeah, it's a clever little, like, hey, look, it's you. We cut back to Zuko on his little. <laughs> he's snow at new adventure. levels of not knowing where he is um, because he's just wandered into the middle of, like, I don't even know. It's not a lake because there's not really any water, but the ground just kind of crumbles beneath him. But he dives into a cave for safety. Uh, and unties Aang, just kind of lies in there. And then we cut back, and Aang is asking Roku for help. He's trying to find the ocean and the moon spirits. And Roku starts being, like, so cryptic, even though mm-hmm. he knows yeah. <laughs> he knows where they are. He knows what's up. But he's yeah. like, oh, lesson time. Time mm-hmm. for a little <laughs> riddle. So he's saying, oh, olden moons... Oh, <laughs> oh! You're looking for the moon and ocean, ocean spirits. They're old as fuck. Nobody's friends with them anymore, except this old guy that nobody talks to because mm-hmm. he doesn't want anyone on his lawn. And he's like, "Who do I know that's super old?" The name of this old 
geezer spirit is Ko, um, but Roku says he's extremely dangerous, uh, and he's also known as the Face Stealer. Trying to think of a... <laughs> he's called the Face Stealer because he... Steals faces. The same way he steals people's hearts. Hmm. He's called the Wig Snatcher. <laughs> Roku's like... Um, when you meet him, you need to make sure you keep like your one punch man face on like any, even the slightest emotion and he will snatch your wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Aang looks, he looks like, uh, no big deal. Roku seems like he's having kind of a good time. Yeah. This to Aang. <laughs> like he's like telling a spooky story and he's like, don't show any emotion or he will steal your face. <laughs> Bird box. Two. <laughs> we haven't had a horror movie yet where you can't show your emotions, right? Um, we have like, can't look at them. You can't make any sound. I think there's like a few of them that you can't make any sound. Um, in fact, I feel like wasn't wasn't um the second Cloverfield kind of like that? Second Cloverfields, Cloverfield Lane. The, yeah, the one, I mean, I don't remember. I'm not a horror movie person. Let's get Mm -hmm. Sarah on the podcast. (laughs) She would have so much. I think, I think Cloverfield 2 is like, you can't let them find you, which is like every horror movie. Yeah, that's true. You don't Don't, want. (laughs) Don't let them get you. You don't want the monsters to find you. That's just me living my life, to be honest. Me and my emotions. Can't let them know that we feel things. I just want to quickly say that I'm sure that our last neighbors were finally used to us just yelling and making loud noises and playing loud music. And I, I just like, I'm like fucking like that Ben Affleck meme realizing that we have to like ease our new neighbors into all this again. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Cause I think these walls are a lot thinner. I hear a lot more. Yeah. We obviously need some soundproofing to do in this room. <laughs> Mm, yeah yeah anyone standing above us right now is Mm -hmm. they have a cup to the floor and they're getting that exclusive live tacoma podcasting (laughs) (laughs) they they all owe us five dollars for the live podcast listening privileges yeah we'll we'll put up a flyer preemptive uh, (laughs) postemptively in the lobby of the We like set up like those tubes like they do at like some of those playgrounds. <laughs> it's like put in five dollars. Yeah, the neighbors are upstairs and they just see a drill coming through we'll, their floor. We'll, we'll give you a we'll give you a key to the lock that opens up the latch so you can listen in this little <laughs> playground tube. I like the vignette we're getting. I'm not sure if it's like this bootleg avatar we were watching today or if yeah. that's just a normal thing that they did for this episode, but there's a nice vignette that makes it so that you can't see anything but like the tiny square inch in the middle of the yeah. screen. It sure is done doing something on this very grayscale aesthetic. It sure is doing do something. The- <laughs> He's blaming it. I'm sorry. Zuka's blaming the fact that he can't get Aang home. Uh, on this blizzard that's going on, but he's literally at the North Pole. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. South South Pole? Pole. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I thought that. Wait, no, he's at the North Pole. Yeah, okay. Okay. So just scratch, scratch everything what I said, that Noah said before said and just replace the word north with south. I'll say south right now. 
South. <laughs> so just cut that in, future Noah, or future Summer. <laughs> Great, got it. <clears throat> Shouldn't be a problem. Um, but he's like, he's like, oh, it's always something. Now it's a blizzard. But mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, dude. It's just like where you are, you're yeah. like geographically. <laughs> it's like he like trapped him down on an island. It's like, ah, oh, great. Now I have him. But now there's all this water around me. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then he brings up his sister for the first time. So we, I don't think when we saw her in the flashback, we had any idea who it was. I think you could assume kind of just contextually, but now we're actually getting some exposition on Azula. Mm-hmm. I love that he's also like in this scene, he's just monologuing to Aang, even though he knows Aang can't hear him. So yeah. he's just like doing a dramatic, I'm wondering if he's like doing it like just as practice. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> that's true. Like he's, it's like, oh, this is gonna be so good when you wake up and I tell you this. <laughs> there's there's like some deleted scenes where he's just saying the exact same thing over and over again to him. In like different inflections. Yeah. <laughs> Got like different hairstyle. Mm-hmm. It's like, what if I like had my hair down and all rugged? He's like loosening up his collar mm-hmm. and he's got like a very Republican take on it all, saying that um like he had to struggle and his sister didn't or whatever, something mm-hmm. like that. Which is why you have to struggle. Wait, I don't, I don't get what you're saying now. It's just like, I deserve everything I have because I struggled and mm-hmm. my sister didn't. And like, first of all, everyone deserves whatever they get or whatever. But like, also like he doesn't, <laughs> how does he know anything that Azula's going through? That's true. Because, I mean, like, this isn't necessarily a spoiler, but she is certainly suffering, probably as much as he is, really. But, you know, they just kind of both went on separate, very different paths. Yeah. They got fucking Blastoise cannons on the on their walls. The Bla- Blastios? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just call Blastoise Blastios? I wasn't sure. I wasn't. I was never clear on the pronunciation. Blastios. Blastoise. Everyone calls him Squirtle. Everyone calls Blastoise Squirtle. Yeah, because he never gets the Blastoise. Really, people only care about Squirtle. No one cares about Blastoise. Speak for yourself. Blastios. So now we see Iroh and Zhao hanging out on Zhao's uh, warship, and Iroh looks sick as. Hell. Yeah, he, he looks like... A fucking, like, fire mage. Yeah, he is a fire mage right now. <laughs> He's got that really good, like, <clears throat> high epic fantasy red cloak with the hood up and everything. Mm-hmm. With the big, like, ruby brooch. Mm-hmm. We love it. Yeah. He's just warning him, like, hey, there's a full moon tomorrow and you're going to get fucked up. <laughs> Which, again, I just think it's so funny that they timed this attack the way that they did. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so badly thought out. Or maybe it was very well thought out for a purpose. By the writers for dramatic. By the writers or I... by Zhao for a secret plan. He says, I assure you. <laughs> We have these pepperonis. 
I assure you that these watered tribes <laughs> are as round as they yeah, come. Or can be as roasted as they come. <laughs> oh my god. You ever do a joke about something that a content that you made? From from a post that only got 300 notes. Which is a shame. Um, we'll, we'll link to that somewhere. It's important that everyone hears his peppered roni post. <laughs> I was like, uh, you might want to watch out. It's going to be a full move. And General Zhao, word for word, says, I intend to remove the moon. <laughs> intend to remove the moon as a factor okay 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 what a normal thing to say oh and then we get such a good moment of like excellent early 2000s comedy where fucking i can't even remember his name han uh han runs in I'm pretty sure that was the wrong pronunciation but i'm sticking with it han runs in and just like, how did he even get in here? He's like disguised as one of the oh, that's right, soldiers. That's right. Okay, so he runs in, he pulls off his helmet, he shakes out his hair, just like mm-hmm. beautiful fucking Prince Caspian. Mm-hmm. And he pulls out his spear. I think he's still wearing like the outdated uniform though. I don't know. I can double check. <laughs> he is. He's wearing, he's, he's wearing the spiked. So he's still thing. wearing the old uniform. So he did somehow, like maybe someone was like, oh, this guy is like probably, retro nostalgist. I'm just like imagining he just like fast walked right up to here. <laughs> Everyone was like, what is that guy doing? Yeah. Um, but he runs in with his little like trident and pulls off his helmet, does his little Caspian shake. And then he's like, General Choi, prepare to meet your doom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just is like very like very... while he's all the way across from there it looks like <laughs> yeah. looks like it's gonna be like a six second run to him so. uh, and then he just is very easily just kind of like brushed off <laughs> brushed off of the off of the bridge that they're standing on mm-hmm. and Zhao does not even miss a beat and just continues with his little monologue to, to yeah to Iroh is is Han okay um he's dead but he's okay okay but uh, Zhao was telling Iroh about um, a library that he found underground. Sounds very interesting. I hope we ever get to find out what that all, uh, that's all about. Um, Sometimes the most powerful weapons can be found at your local library. <laughs> You're right. Um, <laughs> doing war, doing war isn't hard. When you have a library card doing, <laughs> wait, no, killing moon isn't hard when you, when you have a library card. Yeah, he found some information on the moon's mortal form. This is a very ambiguous explanation. I found a scroll. <clears throat> I found a scroll and I saw the words moon and ocean. And then I knew the mortal form of the ocean spirit could be found. A detailed illustration with the words moon and ocean. It doesn't show the illustration for some reason. They didn't want to put that much detail mm-hmm. into any of their illustrations today. 
Um, this pisses Iroh off, though. He's like, yo, <laughs> this is t- extremely not okay. Mm-hmm. You can't just, you can't, you can't just kill gods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I shouldn't have to tell you this, but. <clears throat> I'm okay with imperialism, but the moon is where I draw the line. <laughs> and Zhao's like, oh, Iroh, always afraid of the gods. <laughs> always af- I know you you feel fear towards the gods of our universe. <laughs> we cut back to Aang, who is running to find Ko. He reaches this huge old-looking tree. This is a curly, curly-tailed Lena's? Curly-tailed weenus. <laughs> Blue nose or something. Um, so he yeah. runs, yeah, he runs into <clears throat> a little monkey. And he's like, oh, thank God. I thought I was going to run into a scary spirit. But no, it's just a monkey. And then uh, the monkey turns around and it doesn't have a face. And he says, show no fear. Show no emotion at all. It's not looking great for Aang because yeah. he's already shown so much. Yeah. And he could have run into Ko at any point. He, he walks into the cave just with this extremely worried expression yeah. on his face. And he's like, hello, <laughs> I'm looking for a spirit named Ko. <laughs> Mr. Ko, this face dealer. <laughs> <laughs> he does he does find him. This big, huge centipede thing with a mm-hmm. creepy little mask on. I do remember this scaring the shit out of me it, as a kid. As it should. Yeah. Aang manages to keep a straight face. But again, like as a, a child, this terrifying monster and then just like Aang... You know, obviously, the not only the comic relief, but just like a, he's like your little comfort boy. Mm-hmm. Just seeing him like next to this monster with like no expressions is yeah. just so unsettling. Yeah, Ugh. it's not fun to watch. Ko is like sort of flashing different little faces as he talks to Aang, just kind of showing off his collection. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. He seems to really not like Aang. I feel like Roku definitely should have warned him that he wasn't going to like- That he had like, like a grudge yeah, against him. Would have been maybe helpful information. Yeah, yeah but Ko has a grudge against Aang because one of the avatars about 800, 900 years ago tried to kill him. Mm-hmm. Aang does, it looks kind of like he's showing emotion, but- like in some of these shots, he looks like a little bit concerned, mm-hmm. almost like he's trying to empathize. Yeah, but it's still and it's like, hard, like because like if you show like an empathy emotion, yeah. Even, these are some weird rules for Ko. I don't know why. <laughs> I wonder if like Ko did see that emotion, but was like, hell yeah, I love to see people empathize with me. He's like, I'll, yeah. I'll give this one a pass because I like to see it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever get like. An explanation to why he steals your face. He just likes faces. He just likes faces. He just thinks they're neat. He just likes emotive faces. I'm like, if I had to guess, it would be like this thing can't express emotions or something. So it's just like stealing faces so that it can. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. It's just spirit stuff. Little spirit things. Um, But we found out, we find out that Ko stole the face of like the loved one of one of the past avatars. So that's why they tried to kill him, mm-hmm. which understandable. Yeah. Pretty sure I'd do the same thing. Yeah. And then he tries to jump scare him with that monkey face that he stole. Mm-hmm. Baboon face. The blue baboon. Blue, blue face. Blue face weenus. I do have to 
It's interesting that this baboon was able to show emotion enough to where that's true. <laughs> <laughs> to where Co stole his face. I would love that's to have true. seen its last its last emotion. Mm-hmm. Its last emote emo, emote. Uh, we cut back to Zuko in the cave with Aang, and Aang finally breathes breathes for the first time since entering. <laughs> <laughs> we see him do a deep kind of sigh. Pan out, zoom out, and we see that Katara and Sokka. The g. The g. Because there's no Aang, so it's just the g. They're riding out on Appa to locate Zuko. I'm impressed that they were able to sort of surmise that Zuko went this way. I would have assumed that he would have just yeah. gone back to like the ocean and gotten on a boat. True. But maybe it was kind of the only way out. Probably, yeah. Yeah. It probably thought, saw like a little bit of footsteps or whatever. Well, remember how like halfway up the cliff there wasn't <clears throat> even a path? Yeah. He, he swam up the waterfall. Like somewhere. in Minecraft. Like in Minecraft. Like in Minecraft. They're also with uh, Yue. And then cut back and Ko is like, it's been. A long time since I had a child. <laughs> it's, it's been <laughs> a long time since I stole a child's face. <laughs> Aang says, I need to find the moon in the ocean. Which is just like me moving to the, the coast <laughs> this summer. Coming this summer. Summer coming to the ocean. Ko tells Aang, though, that the ocean and the moon spirit are named Twi and La. Which means push and Not pull. Not respectively. Other way around, but. Yeah. Yeah. Push and pull. Okay, so Ko is like. Oh, you think you need their help? Well, I think they need your help because someone's going to kill him. Ooh. He says this when he has what looks like the 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 blue spirit yeah, mask on. Interesting. Would love to know how that yeah. happened. I would also imagine that the mask was also, it could just actually be based on a real spirit. I was under the impression that it was. Okay. I mean, looks like the spot's open <laughs> since he took his fucking face well that's what the mask is for oh they, they, <laughs> they fucking stole the blue spirit's mask <laughs> the spirit's like god damn it i'm just trying to have a face <laughs> people keep stealing my faces and then ko is just kind of also doing this thing where he's just being very cryptic about something that is very easy to explain mm-hmm. they've always circled each other you've already met them um i do like that he described Twee and Law as good and evil. Yeah. That that kind of implies that Law is evil, which is Is wait, which one's evil? The moon I mean, or the Well he's saying Twee and Law, push and pull, good and evil. Yeah. Yin and yang. So <laughs> if somebody told me, like, hey, if if a spirit that stole faces came up to me and was like, hey, did you know that your cat is like the physical embodiment of evil? I'd mm-hmm. be like, sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she loves me, but yeah, sounds about right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Aang figures out, oh, the koi fish, and he rides a panda bear. Yeah, Roku's like, your friend is here. And then like he sees the big panda spirit, and he turns around, and he's like, hey, bye, which is is the panda's name, but it sounds like Aang's like, nope, peace. (laughs) Hey, bye. Hey, bye. (laughs) It looks like back at the... Northern Water Tribe, there is, we still got a, a big battle going on, and it does look kind of like the Water Tribe's getting pretty overwhelmed. And they are, like, destroying their own city as mm-hmm. they as they go, too. But suddenly, all these waterbenders are getting 
strong as hell. Uh, yeah, because the moon is rising, and it's a full moon. And we see Ma- Master Paku just, like, absolutely he's destroying just, everything. He's just slicing tanks in half with water. It's incredible. And he's doing, like, a little sort of water snow tornado, mm-hmm. sort of, like, Avatar style. Uh, one of the waterbenders, like, flings, <laughs> like, a big pile of snow onto one of the soldiers that's flanking Zhao. And then Zhao just kind of, like, just does, like, a little flick. Like, he's, like flicking off the cigarette or something and then like a little tiny spark goes over and just like melts the snow off i think he did this so quickly because he like had a really cool line planned up so he's like oh i don't have time to like thaw this guy out i just gotta like melt it really quick we're going fishing Mm -hmm. (laughs) he wouldn't have thought that guy if he didn't have a cool line to say yeah he needed everybody to to hear his funny his cool line and then (laughs) ang like makes it back to the gate uh, with Heibai and he's like, he's like, well, I'm at the gate, but how do I get back? And then Heibai fucking lasers Aang away. He makes like a little like face like he's blowing a bubble or something. And then he's just like, boo, and just <laughs> shoots like him with a laser vaporized and him. evaporated. And then like we get this really relatable moment where Aang like goes to pet his cat and he's like, Momo, oh my little buddy tries to pet him and then he's like oh god damn it where's my body (laughs) i forgot i'm just like astral projecting to go pet my little lemur and then he just shoots up (laughs) which is that's a convenient like he couldn't do that before but yeah we could just assume that he's getting better if if i had this ability i would just be like peace and i would like (laughs) enter the spirit world be like wake me up whenever (laughs) we're where we're going and True. then just, just shoot up into the sky and meet my body there. Mm-hmm. And then Katara sees what, like, I mean, it could be anything. It could be like a little shooting star. It could be mm-hmm. just a fun little northern light or something. Yeah. She sees this light, like, falling from the sky, and she's like, look, that's Aang. It must be. <laughs> but she's right. So. That looks like Aang. <laughs> um, so they follow, the, follow his spirit back to the cave where Aang and Zuko are. Aang wakes up like Zuko had all this time to prepare. Aang's all tied up and he wakes up and immediately just like blows really hard and he flies back out of the cave and pretty much escapes as soon as he wakes up. Zuko's just like, welcome back. And then Aang just escapes. (laughs) He didn't have any contingency plan. Nothing, nothing ready for when Aang woke up. But now he's just worming across the He's doing his little inchworm thing out into yeah. the icy tundra. It's going to go like he's in. Zuko. Go. Aang is Don't inch. let me cross talk with you. <laughs> you say as you're interrupting me constantly. Aang is. Dun, 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 dun. Aang is inchworming. Zuko caught, catches up to him. He's like, gotcha. And then Hoppa's here. Appa lands with uh, Katara and Sokka and UA. And, and Zuko's like ready for a rematch. And I was, I was thinking he was talking to Appa <laughs> because of that one time that Appa like <laughs> fucked up Zuko with a single wind blast or something. Um, but no, he was talking to Katara. So then they get into a little, little skerfuffle. Katara pretty easily brings Zuko down because full moon powers. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Sokka just gets distracted by the rope that mm-hmm. Aang's tied up with. <laughs> like, this is some quality rope. Yeah. It seems like it seems like this should be a setup for something, but I have no idea what the payoff. I was gonna would be. make like a bondage joke, but we have like a definitely no like sex jokes about kids show rule that mm-hmm. I'm going to adhere to. And they almost leave without Zuko, but Aang does good hero move, which is just bring bad guy with you, save bad guy's life. Mm-hmm. So they take unconscious Zuko up onto Appa with them and fly off. Meanwhile, back at the spirit pond, we see the who we now know are the um, the ocean and the moon spirits, Tui and La, just kind of circling in their pond as they do. Zhao makes good on his word to remove the moon as an equi- as a, as a factor. He just puts the moon in a bag. <laughs> yeah. I think it just kind of makes law or it makes Twee angry, really. <laughs> Cuz Twee's not dead. Yeah. But or maybe maybe she's not where she's supposed to be. Maybe you actually got the So the the moon turns red when this happens. Mhm. And this he could have just got the the ocean spirit. And then the moon spirit's just really mad now, which Here, is why it turns red. Here's my other thing. <clears throat> yes. Why didn't he just take both of them? He could have just <laughs> taken both of them. <laughs> I mean. What do you think would have happened if he'd taken the ocean spirit? <laughs> the ocean would have gone away. Just disappeared. I mean, that's probably why he didn't take it, because he wouldn't have a way to get home. It would have been really funny, though. Yeah, <laughs> to take the ocean spirit, and now he's just stuck there. <laughs> Is the fucking ocean gone? Maybe it would have been like a fucking like the Moses story where the ocean just like turns to blood or something. Mm-hmm. We now have this very very saturated red filter on everything. It makes everything very ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut up to Aang and Yue who are very dramatically flying in front of the moon. Well, the whole gang is up there, but mm-hmm. um, Yue and Aang start getting like headaches. Yeah. Which is interesting. Cause at first you'd think, um, well it's cause of the moon and their water benders, but like Katara doesn't seem affected by it. Yeah. Hmm. And then we finally find out what UA's deal is. So apparently UA was born like very, very sick and her parents essentially made a deal with the moon spirit to, uh, make her healthy enough to live, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Yue owes the moon her life. Yeah. We find out. Her name's Yue. Mm-hmm. Named after the moon. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what language that is. Zhao is already like saying like his victory <laughs> speech thing. He's like, I am a legend. I am legend. People will talk about <laughs> me, the great Zhao, who <laughs> put a fish in a bag. <laughs> Just like kindergartners at the fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like me, whenever I like win at that fish game. This Yeah, this whole thing is just like the backstory like created in the mind of a child who's at the fair with like playing that little goldfish game where you can like take home any fish that you, you get into a bag. Mm-hmm. And like in the middle of his speech about world dominance or whatever it is, Momo just kind of jumps on his head and fucks his shit up. Yeah. And it's really funny. Gang's here. Gang's here. Gang's all here. They show up. Uh, Zhao holds up the bag of fish and suddenly everyone realizes what's going on, even though for some reason they 
they just didn't catch on up yeah. until this point. It's kind of strange. <laughs> because but. it doesn't, you would have to like realize that there's only one fish in the pond. Mm-hmm. But and like, it's like, why, okay, why is Zhao here? Why, why does he is, have a bag? Why is he like threatening? Like he has his <laughs> fist up against the wet bag. <laughs> so why is the moon like, red? Watch it or I'll punch this bag. <laughs> punch this moist bag. I mean like what I'm saying is they should have <clears throat> they should have known what was going on earlier. Okay. All signs point to Zhao have fish in bag. Mhm. He's got the fish in the bag. <laughs> Lonely island voice. I got the fish in the bag. Zhao's like I will be the one who destroys the moon and the water tribe. And Aang <clears throat> is like I don't know how to explain to you. I don't know how to tell you. you. That you need the moon. That you shouldn't destroy the moon. You shouldn't blow up the moon. I will, can. I can, can, should, must, and will kill the moon. But Aang sure is still trying to explain this to him. And then Iroh shows up to like actually back Aang up. I'm not sure like how, I can't remember how much... Uh, good boy Iroh we've gotten up to this point, but I feel like this is certainly like something that really puts a pin in like, he's a good guy. He's on the good side. Like this is the first time that he's like stood up that we've seen him stand up against the fire nation itself. Yeah. And be upfront about it. Well, he, yeah, that's true. We did see him do that with like Zuko at that war meeting Mm -hmm. when Zuko was a kid. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we get like hints and flavor of it. As the show goes on, it's always so weird to like, especially having just rewatched it for this podcast, you see Iroh's personality at the beginning of the show. It's just so fucking passive. Mm-hmm. And it's, I love to see just how much they've developed his character. Like as the show goes on, he's just like yeah. such a good, good, good character. And then he does this very good line. That's just like goosebump inducing mm-hmm. where he's like, whatever you do to that spirit, I'll unleash on you tenfold. And he just like, Oh God, I can't deliver it the way he does it. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. So he's just he just straight up threatened the life of and he looks like the top fire pissed. nation general. Yeah. He looks so pissed. And he he has like no hesitation. His he's like in right fighting now. stance and everything. And Zhao actually well, I don't know why he does this. He's just I think fun. it's just for the drama. Yeah. He's like, okay. And he like kneels down mm-hmm. and he puts the fish back in the pond. And then he just kills it <laughs> in mm-hmm. the pond. I think it was like, honestly, rewatching it, it looks kind of like he was just going to do this. Like, he's like, you know what? You're right. And he puts the fish back. But then you see like. It just looks like he loses his temper. Like he's just so fucking mad and he has mm-hmm. like absolutely no self-restraint. And just the yeah. fact that he was even just like conceding to this, I think made him so angry that he was just like, I'm going to throw a tantrum. Yeah. And killed it for that reason. Hey, Summer. Mm-hmm. If there were two fish in a pond and one guy killed the moon with a fire blast, would that be fucked up or what? Oof. I'm just like, I was trying to like attach every word that you said to like the original sentence and I got really confused because there are a lot of words that overlap, mm-hmm. but you rearranged them all. Yeah. Um, the answer is yes, though. It would be fucked up. Mm-hmm. And what? And what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just grayscale everywhere except for the fire blasts. Yeah. Cause okay. Uh, back up. Yeah. He did kill the moon. He killed the moon. Moon's gone. <laughs> he killed. <laughs> Moon's gone. 
Uh, what? Well, cocked pistol. Wow, well, <laughs> well, Zhao, your back's early. Moon's gone. What? <laughs> cocked pistol. I think it would be more like Iro. Iro's back early. <laughs> Cocking his his finger guns. What? Moon's gone. Um. Yeah. And then he Iro does. Iro does unleash. Uh. I mean, it looks like more than tenfold. Yeah, it looks like at least like twelve <clears throat> of those fire blasts that he's doing he's, at him. He's doing like a little baking lamination of all the folding, <laughs> the fire power. It's really sad though. You do see little dead fish in the pond. Mm -hmm. It's just floating up on the surface. This is a really, really heavy episode for kids to be watching, which we all did. Everything's just black and white now. Yeah, the moon's gone. Not only is this episode heavy, but it's also just like one of the coolest fucking things I have Mm -hmm. ever seen in my life to this day. I really think that this episode was like, it changed my life as a kid. Yeah. This episode specifically. Definitely. It's so, so powerful. It is. Because everyone, again, we have like the whole grayscale effect. Moon's gone. And all of the good guys are standing around looking at the dead fish. And they're like, hey, that's a, sorry, <laughs> just a little side. That's a, a Splatoon band. Dead fish? Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> and then they say all hope is lost or whatever. And then Aang just very calmly enters the Avatar state and we get that like doubled voice and he's just like, no, it's not over or whatever. And he just like walks in, he he gets all glowy. We get the good music. Mm-hmm. God, just watch the episode. Yeah. There's no way I can like actually like convey. Yeah. He walks straight into the pond with his shoes on. Oh God, okay. That's what you were paying attention to. Okay. He's got soggy feet. But yeah, he enters the Avatar state. It's all glowy. Good music in the pond now, and it's Law, just Law. Law is circling him, and I have this like moment with Law all the time. Also, where you just like stand there and you like make perfect eye contact, and you both just start glowing. Law's eyes and whiskers start glowing, mm-hmm. and your tattoos start glowing, and your eyes start glowing. <laughs> yeah, and we just combine to create an unstoppable spiritual force. My God, it's such a, I can't, this is, this is a difficult episode Mm -hmm. to talk about Yeah, because it's so fucking good. Then there's like some wild visual shit that's like, looks like a music video or something. Yeah, we get like this sort of like veiny outpouring of blue light coming from the spirit pond and it just like tendrils out and into like the whole city, like glowing it, uh, lighting it up with this color, which is just an absolutely gorgeous effect like from the the grace. I'm sure this is what people felt like when they watched The Wizard of Oz. So Aang's and big fish spirit glowy monster made of water. Looks kind of like a mudkip. Yeah, looks like a mudkip. He's T-posing on the top of the city. <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah. He's he's that he's that the that Princess Mononoke spirit thing. Um, yeah, that actually they mentioned that in the wiki. It said like high, very much resembled the Mononoke spirit, and everyone just bows to it. I mean, all the water, all the water people do, which is like, of course, mm-hmm. that's the it's, that's it's the a water big water spirit. dude. No, that's literally the water spirit. Okay, because that the was the spirit of the ocean. Yeah, that's why Aang went into the pond and like connected mm-hmm. with. It's sort of like a fucking like what they do in. 
Steven Universe. Fusion. Yeah, fusion. I guess that's just an English word, huh? <laughs> Aang is like inside like the heart of this, so it's kind of like Pacific Rim, but it's, with a... Yeah, and then obviously, you know, Aang's bringing all of his spiritual power to the to the table as well with his, yeah. The Fire Nation's trying to launch fireballs at this... <laughs> Glob of water, you ever, like, which is not working. You ever like uh, walk up to the ocean and try to light it on fire? Yeah. <laughs> the visual effects of this episode, I know we've talked about this so much, mm-hmm. but it's so good that we have just like this grayscale and then just like the colors of the elements coming through. It's, mm-hmm. oh my God, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Because Zuko appears and tries to blast Zhao with some fire and we get that nice like red-orange color on top of the grayscale and then uh zuko is so mad Mm -hmm. he's he's like you tried to have me killed and he's like now he's trying to kill Mm Zhao. so it's this yeah we're starting to kind of think maybe (laughs) things are starting to come back around to him yeah and things are kind of turning into it like because yeah we see iroh standing up to Zhao. we see zuko standing up to Zhao. Zhao still has his military rank he has a whole army and that yeah so like i mean this is clearly just kind of like um treason on their part basically is that is that the right word treason yeah or like desertion or something i think this is just straight up treason they are betraying um their country pretty much so Mm -hmm. and now we get like a a little match between Zhao and zuko which is kind of like a little callback to their agni kai Mm -hmm. which Zuko won easily. Yeah, he did. So it's going to be interesting to see if Zhao has learned anything since then. Yeah. With, I mean, you just have to imagine like Zhao would be so, uh, I don't know, he's probably not feeling great right now. And mm-hmm. Zuko's pissed. So it seems like the cards are definitely like Zuko's holding all of them. Yeah. Zhao's just trying to do like the basic the the low hanging fruit for Zuko and it's like no one likes you. You were banished from the Fire Nation. <laughs> like, I know you're the Blue Spirit. You you never good at anything. Like, none of this is new information to me, but <laughs> thanks. I guess yeah. Good good try. Like this is just white noise for Zuko. And I was yeah. like yeah 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 yeah. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, keep yeah. going. Just I know. I get time. this like every Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like, fine. You're bested, Zuko Snow. He is in snow. And then this fight, again, beautiful, just because it's it's most it's sort of like those pictures that you would do in high school where you would just like remove all the color from your photos except for one color and it would just yeah. look so cool. Mm-hmm. So cool. <laughs> You'd like hold an apple and be like, Oh, oh. it's only red. Oh, the red apple's the only red thing. Or like in the giver or something. And Iroh back at the spirit pond, he's with Katara and UA. He shows off a little bit of his spirit knowledge. We do. We keep getting these little morsels that Iroh seems to be very spiritual. Um, but he looks very sad about the fish that's dead. Mm-hmm. And he looks up and he sees Yue and he's like, huh, looks like you got some, well, you got some moon on you. And it's also very clever that the way they, the way they did this is that uh, her eyes are still blue yeah. amongst the gray. So it's, yeah, you can, I mean, I guess if you're, if you have, if you have like fourth wall vision, like mm-hmm. Iroh does, he can see that her eyes are blue. And I mean, it could be like just regular, mm-hmm. like the, like it could be, it could be real. I mean, then other people would have noticed it probably. 
but either way, it's fine. Her eyes also look kind of like they're glowing a little bit. They realize that Yue, since she owes the moon her life, could probably just give it back. So um, this is a really sad moment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And obviously Sokka's really upset and doesn't want her to do it. Which is like, especially, (laughs) he's trying to play it off like, I don't like you. Your father told me to protect you. And it's kind of funny, like, yeah, he did literally only just have this one job. Mm -hmm. That was like his whole (laughs) assignment. (laughs) It's like, there's no reason my daughter should have died. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was so far away from the battle. Why couldn't you? You guys were just sitting in the grass. Why couldn't you keep her alive? But no, she... She puts her life into the little fish. She touches the fish and then she dies. That's a mood. This uh, this giant spirit mon- monster thing has it kind of has like Splatoon powers where it can like kind of like go into like ink form and like swim in like the water and stuff. <laughs> Just become one with the water. Yeah, so it can like go through like these really narrow canals by like kind of like blooping into them mm-hmm. and then blopping right out. Yeah, and the, that's how it like uh, gets its its ammunition back. It, <laughs> it like very slowly like lifts up its hands mm-hmm. towards the, the ships in the ocean, in the har- harbor, the, the ocean area outside of the city. I'm assuming that this is the, this is the spirit of pushing because it, because it pushes. Nice. <laughs> it is. It is actually. It extremely pushes these boats very hard away. Yeah. It's kind of funny because it like lifts its hands up really slowly and then it's just like, just like shoots the little <laughs> ships away. And it's just kind of fucking everything up, mm-hmm. like really wrecking their shit. It does like that sort of epic anime thing where like <laughs> kind of like like a character like goes up to a building. I think and we talked like, about this in the the episode with the with the nuns. Where you slice a building yeah. and then it like starts sliding it was the, down. It was that part where Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. You you said So it. so the spirit just like does that to the boat or yeah does a big chop and then it's like fine and then it's not looking and it slides <laughs> the, the top the part the top part slides down you, you slice it you slice looks it fine it goes it and goes down and then ua just kind of disappears like not, obi-wan not, style yeah, not sure why her, her bo- body had to go yeah her go too and her like hair accessories that's true all go to increase the fashion of this fish that's pretty nice you get to keep all your fashion she becomes this beautiful ethereal creature ghostly creature floating up above the pond and does that sort of horror movie like i'll always be with you like the reverse echo kind of voice yeah oh she kisses Sokka. they get a little kiss moon's back moon's back oh you're back early Law, law coming back from just like wiping out the fire nation. <laughs> well, you're back early, and now the moon is haunted. Moon's, back. moon's haunted <laughs> by you. Oh shit! The moon is technically <laughs> haunted now. Zuko really does not struggle to bring Zhao down here. It's pretty. It's it's not an even battle at all. I love to remember that Zhao is just so bad. Yeah, <laughs> he's powerful, but he's just like so bad. Yeah, at fighting and everything. He's just gonna fake it till he make it. I mean, he literally all he has is power. It's not like he's actually talented. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, he so just he- read a book somewhere. <laughs> and was like, oh, 
I'm going to try to catch a fish in a bag. <laughs> Anyone can do these things. We're just decent people. We're just decent enough not to. That's true, yeah. But before Zuko can truly kill Zhao, um, the Zhao sees that the moon has returned and he's like, what the fuck? Like, how, how could this possibly have happened? Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding me? How could this possibly have happened? I killed it. Then they're both distracted and Aang and Law combined as one uh, just kind of show up um, uh, below them in one of the canals in the city and just kind of grab him with a big watery spirity hand Mm -hmm. off of the bridge. And Zhao looks very upset about this. And Zuko actually looks like he wants to help Zhao, but I mean, we know that Zhao has too much pride for anything Mm -hmm. at all. And um, just allows himself to be taken into the water. Just drowned. Yeah. He's like, I have too much pride to accept help and just dies. He went fishing, but he was drowned by the fish. <laughs> you ever get grabbed by a fish <laughs> you and ever, drowned? Do you ever try to go fishing and fuck up so badly <laughs> that the fish drowns you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess the next day, everything's just kind of back to normal. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it seems pretty easy to build back. I mean, but like everyone's just like in good spirits and like... Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, oh no, you <laughs> fucked up my sandcastle. And it's like, well, you can just make it again. Yeah. So they're, they're planning just to rebuild the city and they, Katara still wants to be learning a little bit of waterbending. We do see Aang off in the distance. He's, he looks a little upset. Yeah. He did drown a man. He did drown a man. He drowned a few men. Yeah. He drowned several <laughs> men. <laughs> and then Yue's dad um, says some really cute nice stuff about her. I knew this would happen. I knew this would happen. I knew my daughter would become the moon. God damn it. Of course I knew. Every every father <laughs> has to has to confront this day it's a very, someday. It's a very relatable story about fatherhood. Mm-hmm. But he's proud of her. He's a good dad. Yeah, I would be proud. You see that? That's my daughter. It's like, what, do you fuck the sun? Like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The moon is the sun's daughter? I don't know. Did you think that the moon was birthed from the sun? Hey, it was the best thing I could come up with to be like parent of moon. But then like sort of back to what I was saying, how it looks like things are about to change. Uh, Iroh and Zuko are just kind of sailing off together and they both know where Aang is. He's very close by. Mm-hmm. And Iroh is just kind of like, hmm, interesting that you're not trying to go after Aang because he's like, Maybe Zuko's finally maturing, you know? Yeah. I think he sees what I was saying. Like, things I think are going to be a lot different after this. Mm-hmm. But Zuko's just like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, you know what? It's extremely valid. Even if he was telling the truth, it's like, you know, even Avatar hunters do need to to, he, to sleep. He's been through a lot today. He's so tired. Iroh's like... Yeah, a man needs his rest, which I believe was something that he told Zuko at the beginning of the season. Yeah, remember that was the episode where Iroh was just sleeping the whole episode. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's the middle of the day, but um, the moon is still just kind of high in the sky. That, that The moon's out in the day, right? I know, but it's just weird. <laughs> it's still weird. The moon's out at many parts of the I don't like to remember cycle. that that's possible. 
Every time I see the moon uh, in the sky in the middle of the day, it's just mm-hmm. like, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing mm-hmm. here? Yeah. I. It makes me think about like, there's like, there's like outer space. It's still there. <sighs> yeah. We get this nice little shot. Looks like it's going to be the last shot um, where we see Aang and Katara and Sokka and Momo just kind of standing. Looking at Yue. Yeah. So you is there too. Mm-hmm. And they all, they're just kind of like, it's going to be okay. It's kind of nice. But then what? Hell yeah. What? <laughs> we cut to Ozai, who's talking to someone uh, about he's how like, much Zuko sucks. And he's like, Zuko sucks. Iroh sucks. Zhao sucks. He's like, man, I really have put together a pretty shitty uh, military, pretty shitty family altogether. Okay, Plan D. It's your <laughs> turn. And we zoom in to this lady's face. And who is it other than Azula, Zuko's sister? Um, he does say your brother, so we know it's it's his sister now. No speaking lines yet. But we're formally introduced to her, kind of. I guess we still don't know her name, huh? We technically don't know her name, but... It's just so much suspense. 20 questions time. Summer's thing is Iroh's really cool fire mage robe. Is it cold? Uh, no. What if I made it cold? That'd be pretty ironic, I guess. Could I make this like a popsicle flavor? (laughs) I don't think so, no. Would it be cool if... Like Avatar merchandise, and they had like a popsicle flavor based off of this specific thing. I mean, I would definitely try it. And there was like a picture of it on the front. Is it? Is it only in this episode? From my memory, yeah, I think okay. so. Okay, is it in the spirit world then? No, you're holding your mic like a like an ice cream cone. You think you yeah. got those frozen treats on the mind? Yes, I do. Is it cool? Uh, not just cold, <laughs> but cool. Definitely. Like. Oh shit, this is cool. Yes. Is it epic? Hell yeah. Would this be a definite for Avatar The Last Airbender top 10 epic things in the show? <laughs> um, don't, I can, I could see some like weird elitist, like that you didn't notice this epic thing. Is it man-made? Uh, I think so, yeah. Man-made? I mean, of course, yes, of course. This? Yes. Has it made man? Um, no. Is it dangerous? I'm going to say no. Is it hot and dangerous? Is it hot? It depends, I guess. But I don't think by default. Suppose I was challenged to eat this. Would it be a complicated process for me to be able to eat this? Yeah. How much money would I have to pay you to eat this? I wouldn't. Okay. No goofs here. We don't goof. This is life or death. Has this been seen by many in person, by many of the characters? I don't think so. Is it person-sized? Yeah, approximately. Could you cuddle with it? Probably, yeah. Could you use this as a substitute for a body pillow? I don't like that you said body pillow. That invokes an image that I'm not a huge fan of, but I think potentially, like, mechanically, yeah, you could do that. Could you dress it up? I don't think so. Hmm. Hmm. 
Can a dog pet a dog? Yes. Okay, then yes. If I punched it as hard as I could, would it hurt my hand? Nope. Would I be able to lift this? Yes. So it's it's light? Seems to be. Would this be a good object to bring to a kid's birthday party? Hell yeah. Is it part of the water tribe? No. Is it part of the Fire Nation? Yes. Has Zuko touched it? Probably. Has Iroh probably touched it? Yes. Has Zhao probably touched it? I think so. I think so. Could you knit one? Yes. Is it knitted? No. Or I don't think so. Or like woven. Is it made of like a clothy? Yes. Is it clothes? Yes. Is it Iroh's mage robe? Yeah. Oh, I got it. You got it. Instead of having clowns, let's get fire mages. <laughs> My thing is the moon. Could I bring this into the pool? No. Does this contain arcane secrets? I would guess yes. Is it something that can be transported easily? By hand, by person hand. No. Do you think it would be cool to microwave? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I wasn't sure like microwave this object or just like cool to microwave in general. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want to blow this stand and go microwave? That's how the queen waves. Nice. I get okay, it. Got it. A little royal. <laughs> Only true royal family fans. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Will the bards sing songs about this for centuries to come? Yes. Is it alive? Yes. Is it an animal of some kind? No. Kind of. No. Is not it a, is not it a, really. Is it a spirit? Sort of, yeah. Is it more conceptual than it is physical? No. Can it be touched by me if I existed in this universe and didn't have any magical powers? Most likely not, but there could be a scenario created where you could. Are they in this episode? Yes. Do they have any speaking lines? Yeah. Okay. So you could conceivably consider them to be a person. Kind of. I mean, what is a person really? Yeah, what's a person? What is a person? Are they in the spirit world? No. I'm just going to do like a little shot in the dark. Is it law? No. Oh, I think that would have fit all the criteria really, except wouldn't be cool to microwave. So I don't know about that. Yeah. Do you still think it would be cool to microwave? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just making sure. Someone with speaking lines cool to microwave? It's, it's complicated. Okay. Do we see this being in the episode? Do we see them? Yes. I feel like I might have an idea of what it is. Oh, wait, but you said it wasn't in the spirit world. Yeah, they're not in the spirit world. Okay. Yeah, not in the spirit world. Does this have a fish in it? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, so is it like water-based? No. I am so confused. Hmm. Is it made out of cheese? Possibly. <laughs> Is it the moon? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was surprisingly abstract. 
for something that's allegedly just a rock. <laughs> that's very true. This is a little abstract because the moon could be a big rock and also a person and also a fish and also a spirit. So that does have lines. It, it's never really right. It's never clear. <laughs> what the deal is it seems like it should be mostly metaphorical and yet somehow it's all very concrete but also not i have some questions from forums.avatarspirit.net in the episode section technically these two episodes but i will be asking the questions relevant to this episode this is not a user but just a guest who is called someone 198. Um, this is regarding Han. Uh, their question is, he died? <laughs> yes, but he's dead. Fire underscore nation underscore queen says, The end when Sokka left Yue, that made me cry. At first, I thought Yue would join the gang. Then, I thought Sokka and Yue were getting married. Then... Well, you know how it ended. But question, where is Yue's mom? I thought she was a spirit or something? Comment? You know, kids shows just kind of like to erase moms. Sometimes you you only get one parent. Yeah, that's kind of a theme. Just budget cuts. I guess. I guess. Um, Yue's mom is Katara now. Avafan says... Yeah, where was Yue's mom? Yue's mom, as I already established, is the son anyway, so. That's true. <laughs> Windsong asks, Do you think that the Fire Nation will attack the Northern Water Tribe in Season 3? Yes. No. Um, probably not. They already did it. Wait, Season 3? <laughs> season 3. <laughs> They're really thinking ahead. Kuruk. Oh, Kuruk is saying, hey, everyone, I have a questino to... (laughs) (laughs) Questino? That's that's like the vegan Tostinos. A questino. Tostinos for the geeks and gamers. (laughs) Dragon questino. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. I have a questino to whoever is the master at Avatar. In this episode, Yue gives her life to the moon spirit. The master at Avatar. And in the Avatar Escape the Spirit World, we see her as the moon spirit. Does that mean she is the white kyoif? Fish in the spirit oasis now? Yes. 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 I'm just going to say yes. Yeah. You'd think that Sokka would like go back to visit the fish ever. Yeah. I'm. <laughs> yeah. If he like ever wanted to go to the, like if he tried to go to the spirit world too. Yeah. Because technically like. Like Aang could be checking up on Yue. Well, I'm just thinking like. Yue, I mean, the fish was like the physical version of the spirit. We have to talk about like Wait, let the me, fucking let me... moon holy trinity that we <laughs> yeah, have here. This is exactly what I'm thinking. The fish, the fish is the physical. So this is Jesus. Very fitting because Jesus is a fish. Jesus died. 
He came to fish, <laughs> no. as we all know. No, Jesus died. Jesus was a fish. He was resurrected as a fish. As a princess who is the Holy Spirit. Wait, no, but the Holy Spirit is is the is this is the magical power that goes that comes from the moon. The moon the moon. Oh, this is so much more complicated UA, when you actually really think about it. UA is God. It's UA is the father. UA The fish Twee is the son. How is UA the father? UA or was is, UA Jesus? UA is Jesus. They're all sort of a hybrid of UA is part father, part Oh my god. So is the fish part like humanity? Ghost. The fish is part UA died and sacrificed ghost, her life. Part fish, part moon. All wife. Moon wife. Ghost wife. Fish wife. Father fish. I feel sick. Did UA turn into a fish? I don't know. Did she transfer her consciousness into a fish? Is she the the fish or is she the moon? Did the moon transfer the moon consciousness to UA's body, which is why UA looks dead? UA's gone. Her body is gone. Because she's got moon brain. In a bag. (laughs) It was all three-way transfer. The fish was in the bag. The fish was in the bag. The fish is in the bag. I need to go to bed. I'm so sick. I think that's probably good for questions. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Pickle X Dreamer. Oh. (laughs) Asked in 2007, Pickle Rick was only a dream. (laughs) It was this child's dream and it was stolen. He was just a twinkle in Justin Roiland's eye. (laughs) Pickle Rick was. (laughs) No. No, I don't like the implications of that metaphor. Pickle X Dreamer asks, hmm, UA was too perfect? Yes. Yeah. I do have a question for you. Wait, wait, wait. This person says, literally says, soy brains, user soy brains says, I have a... that's what they said. Their name, their the user is Soybrains, and it literally says, "I have a question about this episode." Okay, this okay, is specifically okay. to us. Okay, go for it. Okay, shoot. How is Aang able to still water bend, even though <laughs> still the moon was I, dead? I thought you said still water Ben, and it's oh. like, it Ben. <laughs> Why does he need to be so moist? <laughs> okay, moist bends aside, water okay. bend. They're separate, separate <clears throat> words, water and bend. Mm. How is Aang able to still water bend even though the moon was dead? I tried to think of an explanation, but I can't think of any. It just doesn't make sense. He's the avatar. Even though Aang is the avatar. Oh. Doesn't he still need the moon to waterbend? It's different because he's in the avatar state. He had law, though. Law is the spirit of the... The spirit of the ocean. Oh. (laughs) So, of course. Yeah. That's an easy one. Soy for brains. They weren't wrong. (laughs) I might be a simple soy boy. (laughs) But doesn't one need... But doesn't one need the moon to waterbend? To waterbend? Waterbend. Waterbed. Waterbedders. There's, some, there's something there. Thanks for joining 
my pod cabbages. Wait, no, no. What? I have a question. What? What's your question? What are your cabbages? My cabbages are a wooden axe, a silver net, a silver shovel, and a silver fishing rod. My cabbages are... Oh, God. My cabbages are 79 megabyte data download. And that's that's, and that's about, the show. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> would you would you like to plug anything? I'm gonna try this out. If you go to a linktr.ee linktree linktree with the e's after the dot. The the word tree is split right in half. Like a tree. So linktree tr.ee slash geist you can find just all of my stuff there you got my band camp you got my music tumblr you got my twitter you got my my youtube my oh, no. podcast <laughs> my personal tumblr my instagram my paypal most importantly See if you can find me. I'm playing a little game of hide and seek on the internet right now. See if anyone can find me. You see where I'm hiding. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, you can also find me on Linktree slash Summer. And again, that's just everything. You can find everything there. It's kind of convenient. And thank you, Noisebase, for hosting our show and putting it on the internet. And also a special shout out to City Girls Make Do, which uh, Summer was on a sort of recent episode. Uh, the episode is called uh, Penis Right. Thanks. So that just about wraps up our, at last, our final episode of the season. I can't believe it's finally happening. Maybe some somewhere deep down we were putting this off just because it's sad be finishing the first season of a show with only three seasons means we're already a third of the way through i would love to be farther than this no. we got a lot to go <laughs> we do but like it went so much faster than i expected it to and now that's true it's daunting how how quickly it's all gonna be all gonna be over but the good news is there's still a lot of other avatar content that we can can get into and we live in an age where Nothing ever ends. That's the worst thing that anyone's ever said <laughs> into my ears. <laughs> Terrifying. But we will be, we should be back on yeah. normal schedule pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, if not beginning next week, weekly, bi-weekly, something, we'll have an actual schedule that we can actually share something more concrete soon. Mm -hmm. But now that we have, um, we have actually have like this dedicated room in our new place for like creating stuff, a little office. So I think as soon as we actually get some furniture into here and soundproof yeah. it a little bit, um, it's going to be a lot easier just to kind of get home from work, sit down and just start doing this a little bit more regularly. I'm sad that we didn't get really any good law cameos, but she does. We've trained her very well not to meow at the door very much. So. Yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll meow for like, 10 seconds and then she just kind of wanders off we can edit some in because <laughs> i have lots of videos of her doing it so true anything else you want to say i just i'm just still thinking about how hard it is for media to die <laughs> a little bit how nothing ends do you think 
Hatsune Miku will be around in like 30 years. Um, Do you think they'll ever kill off Hatsune Miku? I mean, it's the final season. Anyone can it, die. It is the, anyone can die. <laughs> Any one of the Vocaloid characters can die. <laughs> is the thing. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. That's the title of the episode. <laughs> Glad you waited all this time to... That's definitely it's at nothing the edge to do of your seat for <laughs> anticipation. There's no way that it's like, be what it is. Gotta see how this ties the vocal line. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fading out. Yeah. No. Whoa, whoa, we're back. God, this is just like it's like when you you like have a, a new relationship with someone and it's just like you know you hang up. No, you hang up. You hang up. You hang up. <laughs> okay, bye. No, you end the podcast. Cabbage. <laughs> Real life, word for word, quote. From General Zhao. I'm sorry, maybe I shouldn't be laughing over this. Real life, quote Wait, for quote. On. We can't let th- we can't let them know that we're watching it while we podcast. Oh no! <laughs> no, 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 no. <clears throat> I'm gonna be laughing about this all day. Oh my god! Okay, you could you could take it because there's no way I'm gonna get through it. I intend to remove the moon.